laws coming up now on Established in the Faith. They're now pushing to lower the age of sexual consent between a man and a boy down to that of six years old. Their little minds hadn't even fully developed yet. Yet there are people who are entertaining these types of thoughts and they're talking about it now. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to we want to continue this morning in our series on the sevenfold purpose of Christ. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, please, once again to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Picking it up with verse 16 once again today. Luke chapter 4, verse 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of them all that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And today we want to take a look at a strange statement that Jesus made here. To set at liberty them that are bruised. Liberating those who are bruised. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for His help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, I love You today. I thank You today for this opportunity that we have to minister Your Word. Lord, there are many needs. Needs, O oh Lord, that only You can meet. And Lord, I only have words. Lord, I pray that You will take these words Meet a need today, anoint me today, Lord, to rightly divide the word of truth. Lord, anoint your people to hear it, to receive it. May needs be met today. Lord, may you be glorified. And we're just careful to give you praise and glory for all that you have done, for all that you're going to do, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen and Amen. For the past several weeks, we've been dealing with this particular passage of Scripture. And in it we have the sevenfold purpose of Christ for coming into this world. Jesus coming into this world addresses every issue and every problem of mankind. He 
He said, I have come to set at liberty them that are bruised. The word bruised means to be crushed. The medical profession defines a bruise as an area of impact somewhere upon the physical body. And that area, once it is impacted, will turn red in color because vessels underneath the skin, the skin is not necessarily broken, but the vessels, small blood vessels underneath the skin are broken and the blood leaks out underneath the skin and after a while that spot will become blue, purplish, and sometimes black in color. And bruises can be very painful and there can be swelling involved depending on the seriousness of the area that was impacted. And it can take several weeks for a bruise to dissipate and as it dissipates it changes color. It goes from a greenish yellow color back to its normal color and whatever the case. But there are different types of bruises. You have those which are on the surface known as skin bruises. Others go a little bit deeper and the impact is a little bit harder and the muscle is bruised. And sometimes the area of impact is so hard that the bone becomes bruised, and that one is the most serious in nature. Jesus said, I have come to set at liberty those who are bruised. How do you liberate a bruise? The word liberty means to free. It means to pardon. It means to forgive. So Jesus was not talking about a physical bruise. He's talking about something that goes a little bit deeper than the physical. He's talking about a spiritual bruise. A spiritual bruise that leaves the person imprisoned. And he said, I've come to set at liberty them who are bruised. The whole human race is bruised today. We do not fully understand the force, the, the, the impact of the fall upon mankind. It affects our children to where every single human being is born with this bruise of the sin nature. The bruise is not addressed. If the bruise of the sin nature is not addressed correctly, it gets infected. And it infects every aspect of the person's life. And they get in bondage to that sin nature. And that describes much of this world out here today. In bondage to the sin nature. Understand this today. Sin 
is what gives Satan the legal right to hold man in captivity and bondage. Jesus called him a thief. And Jesus said, the thief cometh not, but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life, and that you might have it more abundantly. Praise God, I thank God for the day that Jesus Christ came into my heart and life. I thank God for the day that the Holy Spirit came into my heart and life and bound up that sin nature and addressed that bruise upon my soul as a child. Liberated me from the sin nature. Let me tell you something today. You can be liberated from that bruise of the sin nature. Glory to God. You can be set free. When Jesus Christ came into this world, He said, I came to set at liberty them that are bruised. The whole human race is bruised. What Jesus Christ did at that cross opened up the door for the Holy Spirit to come inside and bind up that bruise of the sin nature. The bruise upon the soul of mankind caused by the sin nature is one thing. But there is a bruise of the sin nature in others that can bruise as well. I'm talking about man's inhumanity to man. A little boy walks into his classroom. He could hardly walk. The teacher noticed that there was something wrong and had him to step outside the class for just a moment. And when they stepped outside, he pulled up his shirt. And there were the bruises where his dad would get drunk at night and would beat him that does something to a child. It's one thing to have a sin nature and it, and it causes a bruise upon the soul, but when the sin nature in others is active and it's, and it's against somebody else, leaves a bruise upon the soul that's far deeper. Let me read this to you. Do you know that in America... There are over 3 million reports of physical, verbal, or sexual abuse involving over 3 million children. That means that somewhere in America, as I stand before you today, there's a child whose innocence is being taken away from them. Do you know that the consequences of child physical and sexual abuse often follow them into adulthood? Most people have no idea how pervasive the effects of those types of abuse can be in adult life. Fact number one, substance abuse is a common consequence for adult survivors of child physical and sexual abuse. 
children who were sexually abused are two times more likely to develop alcohol abuse. Female adult survivors of child sexual abuse are three times more likely to report substance abuse problems than those who were not violated, while male adults are 2.6 times more likely to report substance abuse problems. Mental health problems are a common long-term consequence of child abuse. The most obvious effect to those who have been victimized is psychological harm, which includes, but not limited to, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, the same thing that our soldiers in combat experience. Our children experience the same thing when they're abused. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Behavioral problems, including sexualized behaviors, academic problems, as well as suicide. Eighty percent of abused children meet the diagnostic criteria for at least one psychiatric disorder by the age of 21, including but not limited to anxiety, depression, eating disorders, stress, and so forth. Girls who were sexually abused are three times more likely to develop these types of disorders than those who were not sexually abused. Adult women who were sexually abused as a child are two times more likely to suffer from depression than those who were not sexually abused. Adults with a history of sexual and physical abuse are twice as likely to report a suicide attempt. Among male survivors, more than 70% seek psychological treatment for substance abuse, suicidal thoughts, and attempted suicide. Child sexual abuse is also associated with physical health problems in adults. Generally, adult victims of child sexual abuse have a higher rate of health care utilization and report significantly more health complaints compared to adults who were not violated. Abused teens are three times less likely to practice safe sex. Abused children are 25% more likely to experience teen pregnancy. Males who were sexually abused have twice the HIV infection rate than those who were not abused. Adult survivors of child sexual abuse are more likely to become involved in a crime, either as a perpetrator or as a victim. It is not uncommon for victims to victimize others or to become sexually promiscuous at an early age. Prostitutes and pedophiles often explain that their first sexual experience was being molested as a child. One third of abused children will eventually victimize their own children. See the cycle? See the bondage there? Adults who were sexually abused as children are twice as likely to be arrested for a violent offense. 
Males who have been sexually abused are more likely to violently victimize others. 14.4% of all men in prison in the United States were abused as children. 36.7% of all women in the prison were abused as children. Now, I'm not directing this message toward the perpetrator. But I do have one thing to say to those of you who may have abused a child. First of all, let me tell you, God loves you. And God will forgive you if you ask Him to forgive you. But let me also say this. If you get caught abusing a child, you need to pull your time. Let me tell you something that's really disturbing now. There are powerful forces at work in our nation right now that are pushing for their right to abuse little children. NAMBLA. North America Man-Boy Love Association. You can look it up. It is a real organization. It's part of the homosexual agenda. Now that they have convinced much of America that they are born that way, which they are not born that way, but much of America today has been convinced that they are born that way, they have pushed for their so-called right to same-sex marriage, which America now has approved that, and it is now legal. They are now pushing to lower the age of sexual consent between a man and a boy down to that of six years old. You think of that. Their little minds hadn't even fully developed yet. They don't even know what they want. But yet there are people who are entertaining these types of thoughts and they're talking about it now. And you say, well, Brother James, that, that won't never happen. Yeah, 30 years ago, same-sex marriage was unheard of. Look at what we've got now. How far will this thing go? These people who are pushing for these types of so-called rights are perverts. They are perverts. And if they're pushing this type of agenda, they need to be locked up and throw away the key. It needs to be nipped in the bud now. Life is hard enough without this type of activity being made legal in America. The way you treat other people, it has an effect on them. The words that come out of your mouth when it's directed toward another individual, I hope and pray God that they are words that are uplifting to the person. God forbid that I say anything that will put a bruise upon a person's soul. But life can come at you hard too. Things happen. 
a death in the family. I've seen it cause such a bruise upon the soul of the individual that they get bitter. Dana was telling me about a man the other day who was shot, paralyzed from the waist down, and now he is so bitter. He's bitter at everybody. He's angry at everybody. And people that try to, try to help him, he lashes out at them. Nobody can't help him. Angry at God, angry at the world. Bruise upon his soul that has him imprisoned. Life comes at you hard. Even as a Christian, you get hit broadsided with things you never saw it coming. And you get bitter at God. I know a man right now that was once pastoring a church. And his wife up and left him. And he left the church. He's quit the ministry altogether now. He deliberately gets out there in the yard on Sunday and cuts his grass. Because he's angry with God. Why have you done this to me? How many of you? Listening by radio today, life has hit you hard. It's made you bitter. There's no bondage in the world like that bondage of unforgiveness. This issue going on in the nation right now over these Confederate monuments... People are screaming, take them down, take them down. It's a symbol of racism and white supremacy. Take them down. I'm going to be honest with you. I really don't care one way or the other. Whether they stay up or whether they take them down. It don't matter to me. Because I love everybody. Jesus Christ died for everybody. But you can take all the rebel flags down, you can take all the monuments down, and that's not going to stop racism in this country. Slavery is a severe bruise on the soul of our nation. But that ain't the only bruise. You think about what happened to the Native Americans that were here. How they were killed and forced off of their land. That's another issue too. But you don't see a whole lot being stirred up about that now, do you? I'm going to say this. Those who are screaming racism. When you stand before God one day. You're not going to be judged over racism. Because it's not a race issue. When you get right down to it, and you get right down to the bottom line, the problem is unforgiveness. It is a bondage of unforgiveness. What happened? As it pertains to slavery in this nation, like I said, 
It is a bruise upon the soul of this nation. And there's nothing we can do about it now. We need to look at that that was done and realize that we are really no different now than we were then. Jesus said, I've come to set at liberty them that are bruised. The word liberty, to set free, to pardon, to forgive. There are bruises upon the soul that only God can liberate. And He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to set us free from that bruise. Whatever in the world it may have been, whether you were abused as a child, whether something unfortunate in life has hit you hard, you're imprisoned by that thing, Jesus Christ can set you free. Because he came to set at liberty them that are brewed. today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free CD copy of this message, just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4234. You can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252 252- Two nine nine four two three four. This program is an outreach ministry of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact us or to contribute to this ministry, go to establishedinthefaith.com. Click on the Donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello, I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMED community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you.